guys? My name is Matthew. I'm Christian. And we're both from Open Race, a real-time virtual running app looking to connect and motivate runners as well as help event organizers increase revenue, reach a larger audience, provide a more interactive virtual race. We're hosting Racing Through Life. This is our podcast where we really do a deep dive into the running industry, kind of event organizers, competitive runners, really talking about, you know, not just running in their professional lives, but also um, behind the scenes, their personal life, what they do before competitions and stuff like that. So just taking a big deep dive into the running community. Yeah, no one uh, really gets into this space much and we want to be the first ones to really penetrate it and talk more about um, the person's life and what they have accomplished, their journey. Um, we feel like running and racing, track and field, cross country, um, and any really endurance sports are kind of overlooked. And yeah. the, as hard, they're extremely hard sports, um, probably just as hard as any other sport out there, um, and should be, I think, um, looked into more. And I think a lot of people, the running community is so tight-knit that uh, I think a lot of people will like this series um, and this podcast. And we hope uh, you guys enjoy our third guest. Sabrina Sutherland. Crazy um, stats. Crazy stats. She's uh, a NCAA champion. For 800 indoor. She, her 400 meter indoor is 54 seconds. 800 meter outdoor, just above two minutes. 1500 is, a, that's a four minute mile. It's basically close to a four minute mile. She's an extremely top of the line runner. Um, yeah. Great track and field athlete. And um, yeah, let's bring on Sabrina. Should be a good one. Yeah. Awesome. Hey guys. Good. How's your day going? Going great. I literally just finished gym. Oh. So once my video turns on, you'll see I look a little crusty. So <laughs> <laughs> just ignore that. No worries. Are you uh, in Oregon right now? or? Yeah, I'm in Oregon. I got back um, just the other day. So I'm integrating back into practice. Mm -hmm. um, so we literally just, we have lift outside in our house kind of thing. So it's literally in the parking lot. Wait, lift? What's, what's lift? Yeah, just like gym. We do our lifting session. Oh, okay, okay. We just do it out of the garage in like the parking lot area. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How's the, how's the weather in Oregon right now? It's really nice. It's like warm. Really? cold getting cold here yeah. now we're getting into like fall where, fall weather here where are you guys you guys are on the east coast yeah toronto yeah we're canadians that's yeah it's freezing there then right uh not not, not yet, yet but apparently apparently this winter's supposed to be really bad so it might be it's going to be a bad winter this year apparently oh i don't like that do you live in Oregon year-round? Yeah, I, I live in Oregon year-round. Um, we have a house, um, the Oregon Track Club Elite, we have a house here. Well, we have three different houses. We all live together. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's fun. How is that? Um, is that fun? Yeah, it's fine. It's easy because we're all on the same page. We, like, wake up and do the same things, and we're in a good routine. So mm -hmm. I think it's fun. Um, but we only really see each other, so it does get kind of boring. How many athletes live in the house? Um, we have three different houses. Um, two of the houses are on the same lot, so there's like a we're in the house that is located in the backyard of the main house. So six people are in the first house, or five of them, um, and four of us are in the back house, and in the other house there are three guys. Okay, that's cool. cool. Is yeah. the whereabouts in Oregon? Is it like Portland area or? We're in Eugene, near the University of Oregon. Okay. So like, yeah, just a couple of blocks up from the campus. Yeah, is that yeah. is it open the the school? Because uh, a lot of universities here are closed. Like yeah. Is basically yeah. closed. Yeah. Yeah, school here has started. I think I see a bunch of people on campus. Um, I know practice for the track team hasn't started yet. I think they start on Saturday, so yeah. um, that's interesting to see how the regulations will play, play out. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. A lot, a lot of the fall sports got canceled here, or all of the fall all sports. Fall. But I know fall. in the States, like, we've been talking to some, like, high schools out there, and most of them are, are still going on in the fall. Yeah, from certain oh. states, like a like a good amount of the states are still continuing for fall sports. 
that we found. That's crazy. I feel like it's so risky, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. Compared to like Canada, whereas like Ontario was all, well, like where we live, it was all no. We're not. We're completely canceling. They might even cancel spring, which is nuts. Oh. They were saying they don't even know if spring's coming back. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is like concerning and scary. <laughs> yeah, that is scary. Yeah, is, uh, sorry, go ahead. is NCAA uh, continuing, like the track and field season or cross country season? I know, I know cross country is canceled, but um, they're still like training, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're just going in like waves of groups. Oh, okay. It's not like entirely together. Um, but I don't know with all the regulations, um, there's definitely no cross country. I heard that on the East Coast, they're doing kind of like dual meets in some colleges, but I don't know if it counts for anything. Oh. Well, yeah, wow. really all right, so um, yeah, we already talked about kind of what, uh, um, where you're, you're living right now. Um, Oregon year-round what's your favorite thing about like living in uh, Oregon and going to University of Oregon um well my favorite thing about living in Oregon was it is definitely the people yeah. I feel um coming from New York City you don't really meet a lot of friendly people in the street <laughs> yeah <laughs> But here um, in Oregon, it's um, a really supportive environment and literally strangers will come up to you and make conversation. Um, wow. And I, I don't know, it's just like a really friendly place to be. Hmm. Do you see yourself living there like uh, post-grad? Yeah, well, I did actually graduate. Oh, you graduated um, from Oregon? Yeah, I did graduate. Congratulations. Um, May or oh, June. congrats yeah congratulations yeah um, you, so you're still able to run with Oregon um no I'm running for Nike now oh, the Nike oh. awesome yeah and that's out of Oregon as well right from the yeah it's based so I didn't have to like relocate or anything that's awesome that's I just awesome. like switched groups into the professional group that's great so we know that you went to, to Georgetown before. Um, mm -hmm. Why don't you just tell us like a little bit of your, your story from like, um, I guess we can go farther back. Like growing up. From Oregon, yeah, like growing up in, in Queens, New York, like how you became, how'd you kind of get into track and what kind of got you onto the path to, to go to Georgetown and then transfer to Oregon. Um, and then we can talk about all your like accomplishments and stuff since then. Yeah. Um... Well, in high school, I actually played basketball. Oh, um, cool. I had no idea about cross country, <laughs> honestly. Oh. Um, but it wasn't until um, for basketball practice, we had to run a mile. And um, yeah, it's like a mile, like 1.25 miles before our um, workout. And um, you just I smoked was, everyone. You were just running <laughs> laps around the rest of the team. <laughs> Yeah, I was going pretty fast, but I was just like, I don't know, I was just being competitive and like, my coach was like, wow, you're kind of faster than the, than the boys, but I think you should, do <laughs> I think you should get into cross country so you can come back for the um, basketball season, um, sharp and fast and ready to go. So um, I ended up doing cross country and um, I liked it, I guess. I could say I liked it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I ended up sticking with it. Um, my basketball coach was pretty upset, but I ended up taking it into the indoor season. And then I quit basketball because I thought I had a better chance at running, which kind of worked out. Good, good choice. How'd you do yeah. your first like, uh, like meet um, or first time like running yeah. cross country? Um, I remember running, like, I think it was the freshman cross-country distance. I think it was one and a half miles. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, like, nine minutes and something. I don't even know if that was even good or what, but 
it was good at the time, especially like in New York City, there wasn't much competition. Okay, wow. And then how'd you, how'd you like kind of grow from there? Like in, so you said you started in freshman and then like, how'd you do like when you went to your uh, sophomore, then junior and senior years? Yeah, well, I was lucky to have such a good high school coach. Um, he coached so many good athletes, including, um, you probably know Dalila Muhammad and um, Deja Stevens. We all went to Cardozo. Oh, wow. Um, so I was blessed enough to have him as my coach. And um, it wasn't until my senior year uh, that I actually started getting better in the 800 and the mile. So it wasn't until my senior year that I actually ran like 203 and like one indoor and outdoor high school nationals and stuff like that. How intense was training? So I know after, I guess you just started it after your basketball coach kind of recommended you to start running longer distances. So how was, how intense were you training throughout high school? Was it like a few times a week you were running or was it more so like, um, I guess not leisure, but you were running like two, three times a week, like once a week, like how did that go for training wise? Yeah, um, it was pretty much every day. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, except for like some Sundays. Um, but yeah, every day after school, pretty much we were in the forest running all those loops and stuff like that. So it was pretty intense. It wasn't your average like high school running yeah. practice. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> just like comes out and just runs on their own time. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, with that, did you, um, I guess, um, see yourself going anywhere after that? Yeah. Like, did you, yeah. when you, when did you kind of know that like, okay, well, like I want to do this, um, at university level? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, initially when I decided to switch over from basketball to track, I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I want to make sure like. I'm able to get a scholarship to a, a good school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that was like my goal at the time. And I was lucky to have Coach Ray, who was my high school coach. He had so much success in like getting people into universities and taking them to the next level. So I knew that I was going to stick with it and hopefully get there. Was Georgetown always like your number one? How did offers go? Were they kind of, um, coming in like all rapidly kind of senior year and what what made Georgetown stand out compared to the rest yeah um yeah it was a really hard decision at the time I remember um for sure but I I remember I was like a diehard Big East fan at the time <laughs> because um my brother was playing basketball for Syracuse and that was when they were in the Big East before they moved to the ACC that's cool so, I was like, okay, I have to go to a Big East school. We're a Big East family. Yeah. And <laughs> so I remember it was between Georgetown and Villanova. So it was a hard decision to make because I liked both of them so much. What did you like about them? Like what kind of stood out from the other schools? Um, I really liked the coaches. I really liked Gina um, at Villanova and I liked uh, Mike Smith. He was my coach at Georgetown. So. That was like a big deal to me. Yeah. Is there anything else like outside of track that kind of persuaded you? Like where, whereabouts is Georgetown? Is it, uh, it's in Washington, D.C., right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's in Washington, D.C., um, which I loved living in D.C. It was so cool. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's where D.C., it's in D.C. and Villanova's in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that wasn't much of a, factor to me but okay. I like it. <laughs> What'd you end up studying at Georgetown for your time there? Um, I did sociology and um, women's studies. Cool. I minored in African-American studies. Awesome. And yeah. then you made the uh, then you made the transfer you masters you did a master's in Oregon correct me if I'm wrong? Yeah I did my master's there for two years. Okay prior to going into Oregon at Georgetown, um, you won two Big East titles. Is that correct? Uh -huh. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, as far as I can remember. 
<laughs> that's that's awesome. How um how did you find the competition like in the the Big East and um I kind of want to get into Oregon after about how you made the transition to like being a national champion. Um, uh -huh. But uh, what did you, or how did, how was your time, I guess, at Georgetown? Um, My time at Georgetown. Um, I really loved Georgetown, um, like academically. And I loved the team and I loved the coaches and all. Um, I just didn't feel like I was progressing from like when I ran 203 in high school and, um, I think I just, it was kind of like stagnant. I don't know. I didn't progress much. So, um, but I really, I really did enjoy it there. And I feel like the big East was a really good conference. It was always like us versus Villanova mostly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was like always interesting. There was like a big rivalry there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that was our main competition. There were a lot of good girls from Villanova. That's great. Any anyone that uh, like uh, you kind of train with now um, that went to Villanova? Because I know you guys kind of post grad a lot of like the really great yeah. runners come together. Yeah. Um, so. um, no one from Villanova is here in the Oregon Track Club, but actually, um, one of the new guys' girlfriend, actually, or fiance rather was one of my comp my competitors at Villanova. Wow. Yeah. Small world. But yeah, she's really cool. So now at Oregon, um, you're mastering in, or you mastered in the nonprofit management. And why'd you choose uh, nonprofit management like for, to master in? Yeah, um, I just wanted to know more about the nonprofit um, sector and I'm really interested in kind of social responsibility roles, yeah. um, typically with youth and education. That's great. Um, so I thought that it would be a good fit for me and I can hopefully integrate that with sports. So that was my main decision with that. That's awesome. awesome. So do you plan on kind of doing something um, in the future with like a nonprofit or some sort of like training club for youth? Yeah, I, I definitely want to. Um, while I was there, I was, yeah, hopefully. I was working with, um, in the Oregon uh, Athletic Department in the fundraising um, kind of section. So I was working with donors and stuff like that and like meeting up with them. Well, this was before COVID obviously, Yeah. yeah. but I really enjoyed that. So maybe something like that or maybe running my own nonprofit in sports, that would be ideal. Yeah. Might be cool. I like that. That would yeah. be really cool. I like that a lot. And when yeah. with your, uh, your time at Oregon, so you said you were kind of like stagnant at uh, Georgetown, mm -hmm. but then you went to Oregon and your first year there, you were a national champion. Um, so first of all, congratulations on that. That's yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. NCAA champ. Um, with a time of 201 in the 800 meters, the um, what at Oregon in your training regimen changed yeah. that you were able to uh, progress and, and end up winning? Yeah, um, it was it was a really big switch. I feel um, in the fall, in the beginning of the fall, I was working with the um, cross country girls, um, and Marisa Powell was the coach at the time. Um, so she helped me with all the strength stuff. And then I actually transitioned to Coach Johnson's group and started working with the sprinters, which was kind of foreign to me. Um, but I think that was like the main, um, that was the main thing that I needed to get faster. Yeah, yeah. Because 800 meters kind of is that like awkward distance yeah. between like sprinting <laughs> and long distance like kind of keeping. yeah <laughs> like you don't I, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. what so that, that you said the the sprinting is what kind of helped that yeah I had never really done any like like super fast sprinting kind of dynamic stuff I don't know it was really it was all new to me yeah. um it, it was a rough start I feel like um 
but I eventually got the hang of it. Um, I was definitely the worst one on the sprint side, but <laughs> I guess I was good enough to do something there. Yeah, I mean, more than good enough. Yeah, best one, <laughs> best, best one, one in 800 meters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. So for, um, we want to ask you, like, do you have any advice for young athletes, um, with the goals of becoming like an NCAA tra mm -hmm. champ? Because a lot of athletes seem to have this like story where they kind of just like randomly like fall upon a sport yeah. and they're like, Oh wow, I'm good at this. And then like they end up becoming a national champion. <laughs> we had an interview, um, with Tom Bosworth, who's like an Olympian race walker. And he, just randomly started doing it as like a leisure activity like just twice a week he went to this um, place yeah. and just started race walking and he just <laughs> wanted to do it just to stay in shape that was his only like and thing with that yeah now he's like uh he in the rio uh, olympics, olympics which is crazy so yeah. it's kind of like similar to your story where you playing basketball, basketball? <laughs> were you looking to um go anywhere with basketball at, at first yeah I, I thought i was gonna be a basketball star and then i realized <laughs> i was too short oh yeah i'm only i'm only five six so at the time i thought i was really tall but i guess not <laughs> <laughs> wow well you found you found your fit and you rolled with it, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have any plans on going like to like i don't know how the like olympic trials or like usa team trials work um is that kind of like your next step with the running or in track club and running yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's our next step. That's what we've been working towards until everything pretty much got postponed, yeah. canceled. So mm -hmm. we're just taking it as it comes at this point. Um, and that's what we're getting ready for. So we were lucky enough to have some like smaller meets here in Oregon this past summer. Um, so that was good, but it wasn't like a real track meet kind of feel. Yeah. But it was yeah. it was cool. Um, PDX track put on a really cool meet. That's awesome. Um, with the um, like Olympic trials and stuff, what do you think your like next five years to or ten years looks like? Um, like, what is your your main goals? Like, do you want to make the Olympics? Um, how how where, where do you see yourself in like five to ten years? Yeah, well, making that team is my main goal. Awesome. So I'll working towards that um and then just getting gold from there everyone pretty much has the same goal here so we're all fighting every day to get there um and as for the question about for youth um for the kids i think that it's important to like understand that it's a long journey and it's not going to be straightforward there's there are going to be bumps in the road but it's just about being patient and um, staying the course and just waiting for your moment, but also just knowing how to take it when it comes. <laughs> yeah. uh, just a quick question. Never gro um, growing up, I guess, in regards to basketball or running, did you ever, have, did you ever get like an injury um, to, the, to the point where you were like held out where you couldn't run for a period of time? And if so, how did that kind of affect I guess, or help you grow as a runner? Yeah, um, well, not in basketball, but in running, I had, last year I had a stress fracture. So that was kind of hard to deal with in my first year of like being a professional. Yeah. Um, and I, I had never really had like a severe injury like that. So um, it was kind of a big learning process for me. So I think it was actually a good thing that it happened because um, I feel like I learned a lot about my own body and like just mentally like figuring out how to deal with things. So, yeah. How long were you out for? Like you couldn't train or run for, I guess. Um, it was a month. And then once I like tried to get back into racing, it was kind of like a little too late because I had missed the whole fall training and stuff. Mm -hmm. So. I ran a couple of races and they weren't so great. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. For like, um, you said you were um, still doing like some meets and stuff, but the trials have been postponed and 
um what what have you been doing like right now during covid i feel like a lot of people are kind of stuck yeah um and athletes might be also kind of um unmotivated to no competition no competition in the foreseeable future so what have you been doing to like stay busy um during covid um athletes like athletics wise and then also just like fun like what 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 do you do outside of track yeah Um, well, we've been lucky enough to be able to train through COVID considering we all live together. Yeah. So I like we had like a, a great advantage over a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like being precautious and like making sure we don't go anywhere. Um, so we're able to like still be together and we've had our COVID tests and stuff. So we've only altered a couple of things like we have um, our lift at the house now in the garage. Um, and when we go out on the trail, we like make sure we're, um, socially distancing, mm-hmm. uh, and especially like on the track when there yeah. are other people there too. So we were able to work out and like still compete without having any issues. Um, PDX track, um, they required us to have our COVID, like two COVID tests before we were able to come to the meet. So um, that's what kind of kept us motivated. We were lucky to have those meets because it kind of felt like we didn't have a goal in sight. <laughs> so yeah. that kept us motivated. Yeah. And what do you do for, for fun, like outside of track? <laughs> for fun? That's a really good question. I start to wonder, like, do I even have fun? training so much that you kind of lose sight of just a night out with friends yeah exactly and i i've been questioning it because i'm like what is fun anymore because i'm not to see anyone yeah (laughs) that's true we can talk about prior to covid yeah because that's like definitely put a dent in a lot of people's plans (laughs) yeah exactly like prior to covid um yeah i would pretty much hang out with friends that i have here in eugene um like go to movies and stuff like that um uh also what do i do i i like to do hair i know that's like random but i love like making random hair products and stuff and like skin care things (laughs) when'd you get into that yeah and how do you do that yeah my, my cousin and my aunt actually got me into it um because if I know you guys probably don't know, but hair products are super expensive. So expensive. I got a mom and sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a mom. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I was like, I'm going to start making my own thing. And that's when I got into it. How, how do you do it? Like, yeah. Like a natural, yeah. natural, uh, um, yeah. what's like ingredients? Like how did, how did you go about, I guess, making everything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I make these like crazy weird concoctions. Like my teammates think it's weird, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I like mix foods together <laughs> and put it in my hair. Like oils? Like I know different kinds yeah. of like coconut oil is good for your hair. Or, um, there's another one I'm forgetting. Coconut oil and I don't know. Oil? Yeah. Something like that. I think. Yeah. Olive oil even. Um, that is a good one too. Avocados. Just anything you would eat, honestly, mix it up. And do you like shampoo it? Like, how about yeah, like, do you use the shampoo? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... No, I, I use real shampoo. I actually buy real shampoo from the store. Okay. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, this I is just like extra hair products. Or I'll, sm- I'll smell like avocado the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you put on, do you, I guess, like, put it on before bed or in the morning? How about, how do you go about like applying it to your hair? I make sure I do it like after practice for like 30 minutes. And then I make sure okay. I wash for the next practice or before anyone can see me outside because I don't really want to go out like that. <laughs> Have you ever thought about like turning it into like a, a business or something? Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of want to have my own hair business. Do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I need to figure out how to go about it. It's like the complete opposite of nonprofit, though. This one would be like for profit. Yeah. And you want to have a and you want to have a nonprofit business, right? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> well, you could do all the money if you want an idea. You could raise money for like, I guess, like an awareness or a charity. So all the profit you make from your <laughs> hair products can go to a charity. So now it's a nonprofit. Or to a exactly. sports program. Or to a youth sports program. Yeah, exactly. I thought about that. I, I was trying to figure out how I could integrate the two, like youth sports, nonprofit, and also hair. <laughs> That's exactly how you can do it. It's not a profit for profit if you don't take any profit. Good point. <laughs> and you'd be, exactly. yeah, you'd be helping a great cause. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Do you see for that like youth program, do you see yourself like being like a, a coach for it or just like kind of developing an organization or like starting out as a coach and then going into an organization? Yeah. Um, I, I would see myself as like starting off as coaching. Um, uh, here in Eugene, we have the Oregon Trap Club Youth. So they have like a youth division. Um, so I've been going, I've gone since last year and been helping out with the cross country with the little kids. So mm -hmm. I feel like that would be my thing, like starting off coaching yeah. kids first. Well, that's awesome. What do you like about kids? They're just funny and they're like so honest. <laughs> they are. Them, even if it's brutal. Yeah, they don't they don't have a filter yet. So whatever they're saying, they mean it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least I know they're not lying. That's what I love. <laughs> <laughs> so you're having a bad hair day? Your hair is yeah. good today. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. It's fine. <laughs> yeah but then they'll also be say like the cutest of things yeah yeah they're so sweet but they're so bad that it's like oh you have a mustache i'm like okay thanks <laughs> <laughs> but then they're like can we hug you and i'm like oh <laughs> not after that yeah. comment <laughs> like <laughs> yeah oh that's funny it's funny yeah um yeah what else you got going on um in your life right now other than tracking developing hair products <laughs> um other than that um there's been nothing going on a lot of netflix i guess what's your favorite um, show i'm i'm just now starting dynasty i think it, i don't know when that came out maybe like 2016 or something um into that I finally finished How to Get Away with Murder. Really? Years. Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch, I, I, I fell off of it though. After season, I think it was two. I just, I got bored. Yeah, exactly. I got bored too. And I was like, I wonder, it was like one day, like this past month, I was like, I wonder what happened to that show. So Seriously? I, like, I, I don't know. I ended up finishing it. I was like, okay. So it was good. It got better. I, it got better. Um, but I it guess. didn't. I, I could have lived without watching the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so you wasted your time watching it? Yeah, but I had okay. a lot of time. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good but point. <laughs> any other yeah. shows or like movies? Um, I haven't seen any good movies lately. Um, let me think. Yeah, no. If you guys have any recommendations, I'd love it because... On movies? Um, you like scary movies? I like scary movies, but I don't know if I could watch that by myself. Just, <laughs> just, I hate scary movies. I like a good yeah. scary movie. I think a good, I don't know how, I haven't watched a movie in a while. Either. I don't watch movies anymore. I think Yeah. a good one that I can remember. Um, I'm blanking. I genuinely don't what's know. What's that one called? Oh, it like messed with my mind. We oh my gosh school. i know it's on you watch it in the, in the fall ah yeah. uh, i don't know i know what you're talking about though i just don't know the name of it is it like <sighs> a thriller yeah it's like kind of it. a thriller it's like uh is it leonardo DiCaprio in it or no i don't know i mean watch it you did i forget the actor <laughs> anyway it's like a movie it's it's kind of like messes with your mind it's like it's it's like if you're dreaming, you like enter into like a different dimension. And, and oh, uh, insidious. Inception. Inception. Oh, Inception. Yeah, Inception. That's the <laughs> Yeah, have you seen that one? 
Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that like is yeah. a movie, but like that one, whenever someone asks me for a good movie, that that movie just like sticks in my head. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, we're going to wrap up on uh, with a speed round. So what we do on um, this podcast, we have a few questions. You give us your, your answer on the top of your head. Okay. Um, really fast. First thing on the top of your head. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So whatever pops into my head, I have to say it. Well, it's gotta be like, they're pretty generic questions. So you probably should have like an idea like right away. You know what I mean? Okay. Is it? But one the word? last one is a, uh, is more in depth thinking and like, we need a reason as to why. Okay. Okay. So you ready? you ready? Okay. If you could grow up playing one sport, but it couldn't be track and field, what would it be? Tennis. Tennis. I thought you were going to say basketball. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite food? Chicken Parmesan. Ooh. The be- best pizza place in Queens? Gino's. Okay. Top three burger joints? Oh. Oh, my gosh. In okay. all of, like, anywhere. Anywhere you've had. Yeah. Uh, Jackson's Hole. Okay. Uh, oh, three, three. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm stressed. Um, <laughs> um, there's actually a good place here, uh, B2 Grill or something like that in Killer Burger. Okay. okay. All right. Let's hear oh, I'm a fa- favorite artist. Um, Christina Aguilera. Good one. Favorite song from that artist? Impossible. She, okay, that's good. Favorite Nike product? Ooh. Oh, wow. You probably got a few. I know. I have a few. <laughs> my favorite, favorite ones. I love the Vapor Max. Nice. Those are so nice. Yeah. I'm jealous now. I have a quick, <laughs> quick interruption in the speed round. The, the product that I, I went through your Instagram, you have a picture uh-huh. with like a tracksuit mixed with a hoodie. Oh, yeah. That's a and sick. And your caption was dope, first of all. I was like, <laughs> Something, uh, someone's got to get a mop because it's the too, drip, much drip. too much drip. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, that sweater is sick. So nice. I love that one. What's your, what's your biggest fear? Oh my gosh. Drowning. Oh, that's a good answer. <laughs> Celebrity <laughs> crush. Whiz kid. Okay. Place you would most want to travel to. Um, Haiti. Ooh, good one. Would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin? A baby panda, for sure. Yeah, I knew that one. Like, I don't know why you put that one in here. I knew, like, who would want to cuddle with a baby penguin over a baby know, panda? It's controversial. Dogs or dogs or cats? Oh, dogs. Oh, no cats. Oh, I agree, man. I agree. And this is the one where just take your time to think of it and then explain why. If you could have dinner. With one person dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, wow. Oh, this is such a hard one because in my mind, I want to say WizKid because I'm obsessed with him, but <laughs> but I don't think it would be him. I think it would probably be Michelle Obama. Why is that? Good pick, though. Yeah, I, I feel like her journey... Um, after also after seeing Becoming, I was more like in love with her. I guess yeah. Yeah. Um, I just love the way that she is like with kids and just how she is as a person. And I would love to know like how her path was from when she started out, um, literally as um, a kid. <laughs> so I don't know. I would love to learn more about her as a person. Mm-hmm. and how she like transformed into who she is do you listen to any of like her podcasts or read her book at all yeah i haven't read her book yet i've been i waiting. haven't either but uh yeah good. <laughs> i know yeah. and i'm thinking about it and i'm like this is the most time i've ever had so i probably should <laughs> <laughs> yeah now would be a good time all right well yeah that's it we've that's kind of all the questions we got do you have any questions for us at mm-hmm. all yeah so what have you guys like what do you guys do in your day-to-day like i want to know more okay 
Yeah, so you? right now we're working on Open Race, which is the host of Racing Through Life. Yeah. Um, we're basically creating a, a mobile app for um, real-time virtual running. Mm -hmm. So right now, like a lot of events, um, running events have gone virtual, um, but there's not like a good solution out there for running it in real time. Like a lot of people are just being forced to run it on their own. And then submit time the time. And submit it. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're creating an app um, that allows event organizers to like increase revenue and provide a more interactive race um, through offering their participants with a real-time race where everyone like enters into a lobby mm -hmm. through their mobile app. And once the event time starts, everyone starts running at the same time so that you're able to get in-race updates about your position. your position, pace, yeah. distance, and time, as well as like your position relative to other people in the race. So if someone's yeah. like coming up from behind you, you can you get notified of that. Or if you're catching up to someone in front of you, you get notified of that. Um, so we're just kind of um, make the virtual running world a little more interactive, um, especially yeah. like during these times COVID, where a yeah. lot of people aren't yeah. meet up. Wow, mm -hmm. that's awesome. That's going to benefit a lot of people. Yeah, it's good to hear cool. coming from a competitive runner like you. That's very yeah. good to hear. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard to run on your own. It's like, it, it, yeah, this is a weird time. No one's really experienced anything like this. So you guys putting that together is really awesome. There's also no like competition. Like a lot of athletes are just been training for months and especially for the Olympians, they haven't, they, they haven't been competing, they haven't been competing just extra training, probably most likely for next year, we hope. So that whole competition aspect of running, especially this spring just died. And there, and a lot of people don't want to just run a virtual run where you just submit a time because there's no kind of competition aspect. So the virtual, no the motivation. real, yeah, there's no motivation behind it. It's just running another 5k in, in yeah. hindsight, you know what I mean? So it's just trying to make everything more interactive and kind of give people a purpose to compete and run. Yeah. Yeah, and then definitely. we're trying to just build a brand around open race yeah. too. So that's why we got podcast racing through life. Yeah, I love got like it. A TikTok account going. Um, oh my, I love that. Got, yeah, lots of other socials. A blog, blog, Instagram, Twitter. We're basically we're just trying to promote kind of open race as best as possible and trying to reach every different medium and platform. Yeah. Oh, I and you're our third cool. podcast. You're a third guest. Oh my I'm so honored. Yeah. I wish the video was working so you guys can see me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. No worries. Maybe we can do another one. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I have a lot of free time. I, I need to get the <laughs> actual timing right. I literally set my alarm for 2.30 thinking that it was going to be 2.30 Pacific time. No worries. It's all good. Maybe we can do like a... Um, a day in the life where you can like take over that's like, Instagram. What, or something. Yes, I want to do that segment where we do a day in the life on our Instagram. That's what I want to yeah. do. Where we you show like what you eat in the morning. I guess like your morning workout. What you do after your morning workout. It, like maybe you could show hair you your stuff. hair. You then at night you get to work on I your know. hair. Your hair products. You can do. I want to do that so bad. Yeah, I'd be totally down for that. Okay, I awesome. have Let's a life out of track, so. Hopefully it's interesting enough. No, I think the I runners think, would love it. And I think people want to document that. Like no one documents um, like what they do, like, especially for younger, younger kids looking up to, you know, runners like you. It's kind of like, what do they do? What are they eating before their workout? What do, what do they do in their spare time? Oh my gosh, she makes hair products. Like, wow, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely want to promote that more because it's like nobody knows what I do. Not that anyone's like really interested, but – you don't, be like, cool. yeah, you don't know that until you try. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah we yeah. can set that up for sure. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, Stay in touch you after. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but other than that, we're, we also go to school. Yeah. Um, oh, we're not wow. in school right now. We're like on co-op term and working on open race, but uh, we go to yeah. University of Waterloo, just outside of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been to Canada? Yeah, I have. I loved it. Where'd you go? My, I have some family in Quebec, so. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But in Montreal? I'm, I'm not really good at French. But. <laughs> Je ne sais pas. Yeah. You don't know what that means. Je ne sais pas. I don't even <laughs> think like, that. I don't know. <laughs> I think that means I don't know. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know French. <laughs> I, that, that was a correct statement, was it not? Yeah, it was. Yeah. She said, I don't, she says, <laughs> no, I'm clarifying this. She said, I don't speak French. And I said, je ne sais pas. 
What does that mean? I'm searching that up now. Now, sure it's, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> so we go to school out just outside of Toronto. We went to Montreal for like a festival last summer, which was really fun. We were going to probably go again this summer, but COVID. Yeah, it's, I don't know. How is it? How is school there? Uh, it's good. In it's, Waterloo? Yeah, it's a fun. Love it's, it. It's a university like town, which mm -hmm. is awesome. Lots of like kids everywhere. There's like two universities within like uh, 400 meters. meters. Yeah, like 400 meters of each other. Oh, that's awesome. So it's and a big. Sorry, oh, what? sorry. No, you go. Are you able to like sit in class or is it all through Zoom? We, yeah, we had summer in the school or school in the summer. All online. It was all online. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get yeah. to go. And we probably will graduate online too in April. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. so Which is going to suck for our last term. But I mean, yeah, that yeah. kind of sucks. I'm kind of sad. If our last term is online, I'll be a little sad. I just hope people yeah, is... everything's not online. It'll so probably be online. If, if our it's term... good by April, then it won't be. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. What are you guys majoring in? Engineering. Management oh. engineering, it's called. Oh, so it's like a business-y engineering. Yeah. Uh, we don't have, like, we don't do, like, super technical like car or building uh -huh. stuff um, yeah it's more it's so like management processes. it's more so like a management i would say like a management type degree man business management yeah so like, yeah but like you learn like the the you learn the different aspects of engineering like the different pillars of engineering like that's way i can put it yeah oh that's awesome thanks mm -hmm. yeah yeah any other questions huh do you have any other questions? I can't think of any. Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah, maybe if, if you do, we can hop on like another podcast. We can probably gather a lot yeah. more information about you. We can do the day in the life thing. I think that'd be really cool. Really cool segment. Um, yeah, just like take yeah, I'm over. Totally down. Okay. I'm down for that. We can redo it if you guys want um, or anything really. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Also, last thing. Sorry. Um, let me know that hair, the thing, what you put in your hair. <laughs> I've, I've been wanting to, like, apparently, like, all these, like, oils and natural things are really good for your hair. Yeah, they're really but, Like, let good. me know. Like, just message and, like, let me know, like, what I can, like, put in my hair, like, maybe before bed or yeah. something. Yeah. No, you should definitely try it. I don't know. Everyone's hair is different also. But you just have to experiment to see like what exactly will work. But I'll give you some ideas. Cool. Why don't, you, why don't we do the ideas on here, so the viewers can know? Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, like let's just yeah, give me a pencil. Should. Actually, I already done my phone. We don't have. <laughs> let's. You should try. You should definitely try the coconut oil. That's what like I've heard is really good. The coconut oil is really good. I've heard. It works for a lot of people. Um, sometimes I use olive oil. I use. I think it's jojoba oil. I don't even know how to pronounce that. How do you spell that? Is it a K or a C? It's J-O-J-O-J-O-D-A, I think. J-O-J-O-D-A. D-A. And do you just let it sit in your hair for like 30 minutes? Yeah, and then I wash it out. Shampoo and conditioner. I use Diva Curl. Do you use shampoo and conditioner after that? Yeah, I use shampoo and conditioner after that. I I'm actually going to start doing those. Actually, yeah, I'm very interested. Does it make it softer? Is that the point? Or like? Yeah, it just makes it softer and like less frizz. So. Okay. Could really I need use that. that. that yeah. Yeah. Soft. Yeah. I could use it softer. Early, so uh, my hair frizzes up a lot, <laughs> especially with the rest. Yeah. Okay, thank you. All right. Well, yeah. anyone, any of the viewers want to know how to get softer, more healthier? Sabrina's other <laughs> <Sabrina's laughs> Sabrina hair. Sabrina's other Coconut oil. Coconut oil, olive oil, jojoba oil. Jojoba oil. Something like that. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> We're quoting you on it. Yeah, I, I just quoted you, dash Sabrina Sutherland. Like, I made a quotation <laughs> and literally dashed your name. Yeah, so I... Awesome recommend those things and i'll let you know about other ones if we do the day-to-day -day. awesome cool. mixture awesome where, where can they find you on like instagram do you have like a website or anything yeah. my instagram is sabrina gem j-e-m my Perfect. middle name yeah awesome. um 
And my Twitter is also Sabrina Gem, but I think there's an extra A after Sabrina. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Which one do you like more, Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. I like Instagram more. That was a bad Are you question. on TikTok? I think I have, um, like, yeah, I do have TikTok. I think I have, like, two followers on TikTok, though. Nice. <laughs> I think three, because my mom made one. So. <laughs> maybe we can get you some more. You can take over maybe the Instagram TikTok, too. Make a video on TikTok. You mean the open day? race TikTok? Oh. You just said, said take over Instagram. the Instagram TikTok. The open race TikTok. The open race TikTok. We got, like, yeah. we have, like, uh, like 10K on there right now. Yes. Whoa. You guys are popular on there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So some, some people might say this. What? Okay. No, I need to get into this. I need to at least have 10 followers. TikTok is great platform for growth. growth. I will say that right now. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, we just started the open race like uh, two what, weeks ago, twenty days ago. No, two weeks, sixteen, sixteen, 16 days ago. Wow. Yep, and the videos are doing great. Wow, I did yeah. not know they Any were doing. Any tips on in, on t for TikTok? Let us know. Yeah. I think I'm the one who needs the tips. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying. If you need tips, you can let oh, us yeah. know, and oh, we'll. Yeah. Uh, do. I, I could use some tips. We'll do like maybe like a little montage of the day in the life, put that onto open race, tag you, and you can get like a, a bunch of followers. Couple followers on the TikTok. Yeah, yeah I could really use that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, well, it was a pleasure talking to you. Um, thanks so much for coming on. We'll definitely yeah. stay in touch. And yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys. I'm so happy I got to do this. I'm, we're happy hey we're here. trust me we're happy you're here it's awesome <laughs> all right have a have a great day um, yeah we'll, we'll talk soon all right thanks bye see you sabrina see ya.